Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, folks. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson, and this is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, guys. And tonight we will be reviewing this, um, um, I guess I would call it a, a pop culture classic. It's not a pop culture classic. Well, it is a pop culture. It no, is. it's not. <laughs> Why not? It's a sci-fi romance. Okay, it's a sci-fi romance um, called Starman that was released in 1984. Yes. And it's an awesome movie, and it's quite different from other sci-fis I've watched. Well, it's it's more of a drama than a sci-fi. Yeah, it's a sci-fi, obviously. That's that's an underlying theme, but the main part is a drama uh, between the uh, two main stars. Mm, yeah. Yes. I think it's how I think they intended it that way. Because mm. all those other, I think ET came out about the same time as some other well, movies. Well, actually, it came out. Um, the movie was released about two and a half years after yeah. Stephen King's, e, you know, uh, it. Yeah. I mean, um, ET movie. Yeah, yeah. Stephen King? I'm not Stephen King. I'm Steven St- Spielberg. Stephen Spielberg. Sorry, guys. I got the names <laughs> mixed Stephen up. Stephen King is good, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah but, that's... but there was a lot of sci-fis going on around there, so I think they changed it uh, because um, yeah, it was similar to the E.T. script. Yeah, from Alien it, and Want to Go Home, that sort of stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, it yeah. has a lot of similar things yeah, in yeah. common. And it's... Um, t- and it's Sim- Let me see. What was the other alien movie watched that deals with um, aliens coming down to, um, well, well, the other alien movie I'm referring to is the one about um, that deals with an alien coming to the Earth to pregnant a lady to to mm-hmm. in hopes of helping his race. Yes. I can't remember the name. He couldn't get a date in his own planet, so he came down here. Of course not. (laughs) So anyway, um, um, after this movie was released, they made a TV series. I don't know how it went. It was a short run. It was only one season. It wasn't very good by the sounds of it. it, By the sounds of it, it didn't pan out. Anyway, here we go. Produced by Larry Franco. Directed by one of our favourite guys, Johnny Carpenter. Yay. John Carpenter, not a bad director. Yeah, as you guys are well, well aware, he's did the, ha- the first Halloween. And let me see, he's done The Thing. Um, the, the Kurt Russell one? Yeah. yeah. And let me see, the he did They Live, another sci-fi, I should mention. Yeah. And a number, and a number of other movies mm. that are really awesome to boot. Yeah, he does a few things. Anyway, moving right along. Uh, written by Bruce Evans, Reynold Gideon, and Dean Reisner. Now, Dean Reisner came in to do some rewrites at the end of the process before going into production. I don't know if he was credited to it in the uh, in the credits. Hmm. He came in, and because he didn't contribute to over over fifty percent of the uh, script, he wasn't deemed to be a script writer on that project. Oh, that yeah, makes so sense. So he just tweaked it a bit. So hmm. shame, but he 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 put, a, put possibly put the breath of life into it. Hmm. True. Moving right along. Uh, budget, $24 million, Only made box office at 29 And I think the main problem was there's too many other sci-fis and things going on at the same time. Mm. And it didn't have the action that people were looking for. So, uh, Well, uh, it wasn't meant to be an action. Oh, yeah, so but people, as soon as people see sci-fi, they expect sci-fi. They expect Star Wars. They expect Battlestar e. Galactica. They expect all the stuff. And, and Star Trek, it, obviously. But, but Star Trek. But this was a drama. Mm. A sci-fi theme. 
So it was, yeah, it didn't, it didn't have enough um, interest for some people. This is another mm. interesting thing is, guys, that this was composed by not, not John Carpenter, as I'm aware or aware. It was done, the music was done by a different, um, different composer at yeah, the time. Yeah, I, I didn't write that down. I, I, don't worry, I don't care about the music. So this much. is probably one of many films that he didn't um, take part in yeah. the um, um, music. music side. Well, it wasn't his production anyway, so he was, he was only the director. So yeah, if he was producer, he could he may have. Mm. Anyway, moving right along again. Um, stars, aha. Jeff Bridges. He plays Scott Hayden, stroke Starman. Mm. We'll all will be told later on. Um, yeah. Now he was in Tron two years earlier. Mm. That's uh, another sci-fi. Should we be uh, yeah. looking at reviewing in the uh, again, future? And, and it gets you know it gets back. Like I said, there's a lot of good sci-fi type movies around that period. And this one probably didn't hold up too good as a sci-fi. Might have been, if they marketed it as a drama, hmm. it might have done better. But anyway, irrespective. Karen Allen plays Jenny Hayden from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And that was about three years earlier. Now, that wasn't hmm. sci-fi or anything. But it, as the first time I saw Karen, I thought she was a good, a good actress. Mm. Charles Martin Smith. A mouthful, isn't it? Well... Charles Smith, Chucky Smith. I think Charles Martin Smith sounds better. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, plays Mark Sherman. He's um, a member of a group called SETI. It's a search for extraterrestrial intelligence yeah. or something like that. So he and a, a number of other people are trying to find the alien and try to and figure pretty, out why, yeah, and why pro- is he well, d- yeah, well, doing His here. group is trying to prove the existence of extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah. And he's called in to assist because the government thinks, oh, we might have a UFO landing, so he's yeah. d- drawn into it. Mm. But I won't, I won't say too much. That'll, that'll be developed in the um, story. And Richard Jekyll, I think it's the right pronunciation of his name. He plays George Fox. He's yeah, well, a government hobnob guy who, yeah. or he just wants to get the alien and vivisect him and, yeah, yeah, well, Mark, and see what makes him tick. Well, Mark's character, Mark the character, is um um. He's more interested in the alien's intelligence. Yes. He while might, this guy, yeah. on the other hand, he's more interested in yeah, dissecting that's him. That's going to come out in the story. I know. That's why I didn't say anything. And he, okay. he didn't really care. He's pretty much a, a no-brainer, that character. I know, but that's I mean, gonna, the George you're gonna character, You're going to tell I mean. the story in a minute. You're going to tell him all about that. That's why I didn't mention I anything. I know. I'm okay. just saying to yes. you guys that the character George... Fox, he's a total no-brainer. He's okay. a, a paperweight, if you will. He, he's a paperweight. He doesn't. Um, his his knowledge of of is mostly care. shoot first and ask, ask questions, questions later. later. And that was probably one of the things in the movie that they suppressed a bit because that was uh, originally I thought there was a bit more political innuendo in the movie, which they suppressed a little bit. I think. Mm. Anyway, sorry. Uh, I'll give a quick overview while while I'm here because I want to ro- roll into something. Me um, too. Story about uh, a non-corporal alien. I gather that's a body, an alien without a body, uh, named Starman, who has come to Earth, and he cloned himself into the body of uh, this lady's dead husband using some DNA off a hair strand. Anyway, mm. he came because he was invited. Voyager Two space probe was set up into space with a gold record. Uh, welcoming, welcoming an alien life form, whoever found it, uh, to come visit Earth. And he came to visit Earth as a reconnaissance mission to find out what Earth people really like. And when he gets here, he finds out we're a hostile bunch of no, no, no good people. And he, and he reports back to his people in the first part of the movie saying, 
these aren't very nice people. So, um, anyway, the film received positive reviews, surprisingly. Hooray. No, but the point is it didn't box office. Like I said, I think it's a case that uh, I didn't pull to the right market. Um, anyway, it fell in the box office. Uh, Bridges was nominated for an Academy Award for the Best Actor. Sweet. It, for the role. Uh, and it inspired a short-lived uh, TV series of the same name in yuck. two years later. As so, I said, And it didn't yuck. go very good, I don't believe. Yeah, I think it's... Be- mm. I think... People disappointed that Jeff was not going to be in it because in this one they used a different actor whom and they given a good explanation of why he's diff, having a different body that yeah, well, new just, DNA well, yada yada. They did the same thing with Blade Runner. They had a Blade Runner t- TV series, I think. Mm. I think they did. I'm, go on, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, you know, I was going to say, uh, and, and they had different people in it, and it just wasn't the same. But Michael York, not Blade Runner, um, Logan's what I mean. Like, well, I say Blade Run, Logan's Lo- Run, Logan's Run TV series, and they had so Michael York made the role. He he, he was the guy, you know, Logan's mm-hmm. Run. He was Logan, and when you take that and take put somebody else in and a different leading lady and, and a stuff, different storyline and, and different storylines, whatever, it's, it it just loses something. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to pass it over to Sarah. I can't think of anything yeah. else. I will just jump in occasionally with a comment, yeah, as so, usual. Um, so it opens with um, outer space and the special um, um, spaceship that Mike mentioned. The Voyager 2 space probe. Yeah, arrives at this unknown place and it has a record on board, a very, like, the size of a... It's of an old 33 and a third album. Yeah, back, only it's going back to old technology. Yeah, and it has a sort of many languages, Saying including greetings to it from planet Earth. Yada yada yada. Yeah, to any one alien species that may want to learn the English language, and we wish and, to yeah, visit. And, and gave a, a smattering of other words, about a hundred words, yeah. to get by with some basic language. Yeah, yeah. and mm. one of the um, messages in the vid- on the record said, um, "Feel free to come visit." Yeah, us. yeah. So and saying greetings, not yeah, really whoever listening. Oh. Anyway, moving on. So we watch, we flash forward, and the one of the aliens from that planet um, arrives on Earth, and the army thinks it's an um, enemy spacecraft or, or or ship. Anyway, and they shoot it out of the sky. Yeah. Again. Yes. Did they try to communicate with it? Not no. that we're aware of, no. Or anyway. Funny that, hey? Funny that. Anyway, um, meanwhile, while this is happening, um, Jenny Hayden, that's her name. Yeah, Hayden, yeah. She's mourning over the loss of her husband for the last few months, I think. Oh, yeah, or oh, whatever, yeah. And he passed away yeah, in an accident. In an accident, Shame. a painting accident, I think it was. Painting fell off the scaffold yeah, or something. Yeah, he fell off the ladder and yeah. had himself killed. Anyway, she's very sad and she's mourning and re-watching old recorded footage of her husband. In the olden days of uh, Super 8 films, yeah, yeah, Mm. everyone had a projector back in those days. (laughs) Yeah, so she turns in feeling after drinking so much wine or beer or whatever. Not very good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Soon enough, the, alone, the spaceship crashes not too far from her house, and we watch as a bit of a point of view shot of the alien in a weird glowy light. Yeah, he's thing. an orb. He's a little light, a light, uh, like a swamp gas light. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Just a little orb of light coming across the water to her house and getting closer and closer and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and he as he gets closer, he um, he oh, he then 
spots um, a photo album of, and there are a few photos of of God. Jenny Hayden's oh. um, husband um, Scott, mm. and she even sees a few sm- hairs of his hair. And he, wouldn't it have been funny if it was dog hair? Good point. Ah, but imagine what would you look like then? Yeah, <laughs> he then um, scans it with his. His his powers. However, and, he did it, mm-hmm. and it goes into details like like literally science. Oh, stuff. they zoomed in really great to uh, subatomic subatomic uh, views. It looked like the universe and stuff down yeah. there. Not Ooh. bad. Good good CGI. Would it have been CGI back in those days? I don't, I don't know, know if it's it CGI really or graphics. Yeah, it looked really anyway, good. Anyway, mm. it looks pretty good. Mm. Anyway, Jenny wakes. T- from the hearing um, a weird noise in her and bedroom, and some light coming and out of her. She then room. sees an <laughs> infant um, in, in her on in the lounge room, and then it grows a into a toddler, child, and yeah. then it grows into a, a child over and, several minutes, and then it grows mm. into a teen, and then it grows into an adult, complete adulthood. Scott, with every bit intact, yeah. naked though. So she can make sure everything was intact. Yeah, mm. and she's surprised to see him because, and as he approaches, she takes out, tries to take out a gun, but but she's so nerve wracked she faints. Well, it looks like a dead husband. Now, what do you do? I don't know. He then looks at some of her belongings, looks at a gun, and he also put, turns on the projector thing and sees himself on there and, and sees yeah, herself yet. on there too. Possibly. And he realises, oh, they know each other. Mm. And he sees Scott shooting a pistol. Yeah. Shooting beer bottles or something or other. And he yeah. realises what the gun's capable of. Yeah. Ah-ha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, um, Jenny Wakes revives eventually while the alien is... T- he takes out these special spheres. spheres. Yeah, little silver spheres. You got a handful, about seven yeah. or eight of them. One yeah. of them he takes out and sends a message to his people Saying, to say... Don't that come. This is a, a bunch of wankers down here. They were nasty and horrible and vicious. Yeah, and he tells them that he's going to go to a special place in Arizona where a meteorite... Yeah, at, yeah, at the moment he's in Wisconsin, wherever that is. Yeah. Uh, that could be several states away or across country or something. Yeah, yeah. so... Mm. I don't know American... So... Yeah, so he sends a message mm. to them and tells them that he will be there in three days or four days, I'm not sure. Something like that. Anyway, while this is happening, Jenny tries to make her get away, but eventually he catches up to her, and they soon drive cross country across to to the Wherever. to uh, to Arizona. Uh, 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 to Arizona. Arizona. All, along the way, she's scared and and freaked out and. Uh, soon enough, a few, a couple, after a couple of hours, she eventually sees that he's not as bad an alien as people make yeah, out. Yeah, as the trip progresses over the ensuing days, she starts to see him. I'm going to use the word his human side. Yeah, there is because a... he is. A, they they do have a nice side to them, but they do not. They're very unemotional. They don't yeah. understand human emotions. Yeah, there was one. There yeah. was one scene where hmm. um, he is looking over a, a dead deer. And that was shot by a hunter, and he kind of revived it using one of the M sphere. He brought it back to life. Yeah, it didn't revive it. It was dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course, creepy. Of course, he meets other hostile um, beings like the hunter who wanted to 
know where he, his deer went to. He said it went, went in the woods over there. Yeah. <laughs> of course, he didn't believe him, obviously. He was dead. Yeah. And if he, if he bothered looking, the guy was there next to his car, and the deer was there a couple of moments earlier, and then the deer wasn't there. What did he do? He shoved in his bloody pocket? How stupid is this hunter? Yeah. I don't know. He was really dumb. Anyway, so moving on. Um, he also enjoys some of the food. He enjoys the um, apple pie. Oh, he's, stuff. he's never eaten human type food before, and so the taste sensations are all new. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine, guys? Um, if you guys were an alien and never actually tasted food, you go first... into Macca's and say, mm, mm, "French fries, nuggets." I'll have a Big Mac. Oh, Mike, don't do that. Well, I'll Remember, on I'm on a diet, and I rather not get Actually, off my Sarah's diet. Sarah's been on a diet for the past three, three and a half months. Uh, five or four months. No, four, about four months, maybe. Uh, and you've lost about 22 kilos. That's mm. not bad. Not bad at all. Anyone can do it if she can. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Moving on. So, anyway, while this is happening, um, our scientist guy... Um, Mark and George, they try to figure out why this al- why is this alien here. And there was a few um, complaints from other people saying that this alien was very hostile, like to s- some people and some people. They were lying. Yeah, he's being attacked, uh, ag- but people being aggressive towards him. Of course, he's going to retaliate to protect himself. Yeah, yeah, people eventually- lie. Yeah. True, true. Yeah, like two policemen, while they're tracking um, our alien and Jenny, they thought they would like to be heroes by trying to make themselves look impressive by... by, We're going to arrest this guy. Yeah, by hacking or... Not hacking, I mean... um, um, Breaking into um, their their car. car. For gosh knows reasons. Which is no real reason. They said, keep him under surveillance, don't approach him. So they stand there breaking yeah. into his car. What has that got to... What's that They would have been better breaking into the motel room. Aha. Mm, uh-huh. I would have thought they would have probably go up to the room and then um, rat-tat-tat on the door and... Yeah, room service. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Hello. I don't know why the significance of opening, trying to open... Pry open the um. They're trying the to room. show the arrogance of the police force. I all know. these, all these two police people, not police ben, force per se, but these two police officers who want to top note themselves. They, we're going to arrest this guy. We're just looking, looking for yeah. some reasons. There might be uh, firearms, drugs, yeah. something or other. We'll find a good reason to arrest him. Yes. Whatever. Soon yeah. enough, mm. um, a few of pe- locals at the hotel helped them out by knocking over a few coke uh, machines. Coke machines. And what then, a waste of good coke, hey, Sarah? Quite right. <laughs> anyway, our hero, our alien and and Jenny, they get into the car and they race away. And while they're driving, he tries to take out the gun that he that Jenny had earlier. But she, she tries to fight him, tells him, "No, don't use." gun it could be bad yeah and, and then, then suddenly one of the policemen then sh- accidentally shoots well, jenny he shot jenny yeah I mean, and, there's, and there's a police barricade i think up ahead and he then drives head on into the big, a tank big gas tr- tanker there but he t- and just before he did he took it on his little silver spheres and did something with it so they wouldn't get blown up or incinerated so the car died, hmm. and then he walked out the flames on the other side, carrying her limp body because obviously she was dying or dead. Yeah, he, they hmm. soon arrive in a. Um, he, they, he soon has them her in a 
um, one of those moving housing big, vans, whatever they call it. There's them? a low load of truck there mm. uh, with a big uh, relay cable home on it. Yeah, so <laughs> it's one of those things. Anyway, he then takes out his severe. I think he had two left, I think, I remember. Mm. And a few left, yeah. Yeah, I think he had two left. Sorry, maybe, folks. Maybe two, maybe two, yeah. Yeah, so he takes one out and he slowly um, brings her back to life and health. Yeah. Anyway, she soon uh, revives and he's gone. And she then, she's at a sort of another, um, what do they call it, um, rest stop, I think it was yeah, called. Uh, yeah, your rest stop, your cafe. You know, yeah, yeah, a rest stop. And she asked one of the people there if we're... Um, if where that the um, alien guy's gone to, well, not in those terms. Didn't say alien guy. She of course not. <laughs> of course, they said that he left with um, one of their chefs. Yeah, the chef was just finishing his, his shift, so he so he hits the ride. She then um, goes to the to the phone and tells talks to um, Mark, you know, about the guy from City. Yeah. To tell him that he, that it was not a kidnapping and that and he, she doesn't want to press charges and he just or wants to like go that. home and stuff. Or yeah. he's, 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 he's pleading his case, and that's not the Stockholm theory, yeah, so, yeah, theory, to be. theory or whatever. Yeah, yeah. She has not fallen in love for her abductor. <laughs> well, that's that's not to be not per se. No, per yeah, se, yeah. yeah, but she was never in any harm. Yeah, true. Yeah, anyway, so. um, she then asks one request asks one of the um guys, the motorists, if they could give her a lift to wherever the alien guy was going. There's a young guy with a little hold up rod, the whole yeah, car. Yeah, awesome yeah. car. It's really fast, and I imagine if there are probably a few out there still. Oh yeah, my brother used to have a hold up car years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So soon enough, there's another police barricade where you know they check. Sort of like a lot like what we're going through with the COVID, where we are checking people to see if they're we might, okay. They might, might, they might not be doing it in America. Mm, I know. Hello. Okay, but they this might is... not be doing it in India. Hello. Will you zip it? We do it here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so they're doing this barricade thing, and they're getting people out of their cars to check them out. You know, check out if you've yeah. seen this man. Yada yada. And had a photograph of him. Of course, they actually went on and found out. Denny Hayden's husband had been cited, considering he's been dead for a year or yeah, so. Yeah, see, they uh, found out that yeah. that that from from the scientist guy that this guy took on the the appearance oh, of a dead man. A dead man. So they had a picture of him and, off, his, uh, off the government files. Yeah, and George uh, Fox, being the idiot, keeps asking these guys, "Is it possible for us to do it?" And of well, course, Mark says, "Not in our time. We're still, we're still in the, we're still the ancients compared yeah, yeah, to the yeah, alien yeah. guys." We're idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're hundreds of thousands of years ahead of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Quite right. So anyway, while they're during the Pirelli's barricade, whatever, um, Jenny tells the her driver to distract the guard, the um, um, um the guys, the army and police guys, yeah, yeah, the, the, while the she guys. um yeah. tries to sneak the alien away. Yeah, Quite funny, he gets a big container of petrol and a rag in it, just like a, a big Molotov cocktail. Yeah. yeah, and throws it and boom! Wolf, and everyone comes running down there and they they, they go on the... Chase after that uh, guy. Just off the side of the road there in a low area and they just sneak through and no one bothers looking. I, could, I saw them! Mm, yeah, <laughs> so she sneaks away with her alien friend and they embrace for a few seconds, saying uh. how much she, she was worried about him. And they then take another, um, get hitch another ride with a bunch of people in a truck. 
and yeah, some Indian Indian folk, I think. Yeah, yeah and they head off to to wherever they need to go. Well, they're heading to where were they heading to? Whatever. Arizona. I know they headed to Arizona, but they in whatever area, and they got onto it. Ended up getting onto a train after, didn't they? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, before that, we get to that. We um he they talk about um. At the time they're in the car, he, she says that how much she didn't, she missed him, and how she didn't want to say goodbye to him, and he still doesn't understand some of the um, vocabulary in, words we often say, like in, like goodbye and love and stuff, stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. He then even noticed um, one of the the ladies, uh, you know, in the truck At having home. a baby, um, yeah. and and he asks about. The um, babies and reproducing stuff like that, and he understands how it works and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely biologically, he's not stupid. Yeah. He wonders why Jenny doesn't have a child. He said she couldn't have one; she was infertile. Hmm. One of those oh. ones, unlucky women, or she, what she quotes. I know she's saying no, sarcastically. She said, "I'm one of the lucky ones who can't have a baby." Yeah. She didn't actually mean lucky. She meant, yeah, she's yeah. just been cynical. Yeah, soon yeah. enough they arrive at the train station. They get on there and he's developing a bit of a chill because it's raining. It's always been raining, yeah. And she undoes his clothes and puts the blanket around him and they begin to, you know, do whatever. And he whatever. starts to take her clothes off. And needless to say... It's enjoyable. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say yeah. no more. yeah. <laughs> Later on, when after she slept a bit, she then r- wakes up and he tells her the good news that he gave her a child tonight. And she said, that's impossible, I'm infertile. He said, yeah. it doesn't matter, I gave you a baby. Yeah, and he says that, believe me, it's it's going to be a human baby. And a little boy. A little, yeah, a little boy. And, and he will be both Scott, her husband's. Because he had and, Scott's DNA. And mm-hmm. his and the Starman's baby. And he'll know everything the Starman knows. Yeah. And he'll be very smart, wise. He'll be a teacher. Yeah, a spiritual teacher maybe. No, I don't know, just teacher. So he might be very learned and be able to moral teachings as well as scientific teachings. Mm, you know. Maybe. Mm. I like to think it would be something I think good. I like to think it's both. I think so. Yeah. yeah, we visit the stars and then we do the Star Trek and Star Wars and yeah. stuff. Yeah, anyway, yeah. She's, he then says, if you don't want this baby, uh, I can I'll start terminate it. for you. But she is more than thrilled, and she says to him, "Where's your star?" And he asks why, and because she wants to point it out to her child when he's older. Older. Eventually, he does point at one of them, and then he says, "No, that's, it. No, that's not it." And then he <laughs> he's points. He's not very to, smart. Doesn't know where he came from. Huh? Yeah. Oh, well, he then you know. points at a bluish, whitish star. A, a, a blinking one. That's like blinking. Like a pulsar or something. I think, yeah. Or, yeah. And eventually, they soon arrive in. Las Vegas. Yeah, they overshot their uh, train stop. They, they need to stop at some place. Mm. I can't remember the name of it now. But they overshot by about 300 miles. Yeah, so they shot yeah. too far from where they need to go to. Yeah. So soon enough, they arrive in um, in the middle Vegas. of Las Vegas. And they she tries to work out how they're going to get... Yeah, she, she lost the purse. Right. 
was he misplaced? It could have been, ca- been in the car. Yeah, when it blowed up. Yeah, yeah. So he's only had a couple of coins in the pocket. Yeah. It? So and they have a little less money on them at the yeah. moment. And a couple of quarters or something rather. And he says, oh, that's all we need. And he walked up to a ga- He saw the gambling machines and he said, oh, I can make this work. And so he walked up to a, yeah. a poke machine or whatever you call them in yeah. America, a slot machine, and he put one coin in and they got it. And the three, two bars showed up. One above, and he just put his finger on it and it dropped down and got some money. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes to one that's a bigger The bigger multi jackpot for half a million dollars. Yeah. He put one of the coins there and won that as well. Yeah. Hey, I want that guy on my, on my team. He's really good. <laughs> yeah, and soon that they buy an awesome, nice car. Yeah, really nice car, you know. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, no then, they, yeah. then they head off down the, to the, the next yeah. plot. Yeah, there's some, supposed to be some crater. It could be a real, real crater. I, I don't know. I think it could be a real yeah. crater. I mean, I don't think it's made up. Well, it looked like a big hole in the ground. It looked around like a crater. It could have been a, a real site somewhere. I mean, in, I think, Mike, area. you said yourself that there might have been well, we hit, we, a real The, cr- the planet crater. Earth has been hit by media, big meteors over the years. That's what caused the Ice Age, supposedly. Mm. Uh, it was a great big meteor hit the, uh, hit the Earth and all this dust and dirt went up in the sky yeah. for so many years. And uh, killed all the foliage off, or most of it, and all the herb, herbivore dinosaurs okay, died, and okay. the, the meatosauruses could have nothing Mike. to eat. And um, I don't think we want to hear a history lesson. And the bunny rabbits died, and uh, no, sorry, but, we don't want to hear a history uh, lesson. Uh, uh, so how anyway, do we our, so our heroes continue on, and they eventually arrive at another stop where they got some. Um, Cherry cobbler, if that's the word. Oh, so cherry, cherry, whatever cherry cobbler is. It looks like some sort of a creamy dessert with yeah. a pastry maybe on the yeah. side with cherries in it, I yeah. think. I don't know. It could and be something like a tart they, maybe. As they know. are eating, she is um, talking, tell, asks them if there is a way for him to stay and she she also kind of conceals a wish that she or just says, I just wish... But she doesn't have time to finish the sentence because soon enough the police patrol or yeah, guys arrive. Yeah, police patrolman. Mm. Police patrolman comes in. Yeah, yeah. and mm. so the oh. pl- the military guys have catched up with them, and now Mark arrives too. He then talk decides to talk to the man before because he found out much later on that George and his crew are One going to slice to, and dice him. Yeah, to mm. slice the um alien and. Find out how he ticks. Considering he's a human being like us. Yeah, exactly. He's just a human being. I mean, if they slice dice and he has everything organ-wise, stuff like that, you may not even find the alien within his body. He He won't. Actually, it's really funny that he said the body's dying. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean his life force would die too? Because... It's only a vehicle for his life force. Mm, I don't know. True. Interesting. It's just like um, mm. his alien is like a spirit or something, yeah, which makes me wonder that. Didn't no. quite come out in the movie. So not I'm dying. He said, "I'm dying." Not that I'm believing yeah. in Scientology or anything, guys. No, I just, sure. I'm just saying it as a fantasy case that maybe these aliens are like spirit creatures. I, like. Well, well, the light, they're energy beings yeah. or whatever. But when, see, once he took on a, an, a human DNA, maybe he got locked to that DNA hmm. uh, and he was dying with the, with the DNA of the body. Yeah, I yeah, still yeah. don't understand in the TV series why he was able to s- maintain a body and at the same time 
Oh, I don't know. I don't he, know he, he went back into a little ball and dropped it there. Got somebody else's DNA or something. A little bit like Dark City. You know, they, it just doesn't make sense yeah, in, that, in the TV series. It just didn't make you sense know. to me in the TV series why they nah. gave him a well, longer life stand. Well, I didn't see the TV series, so I don't know. Okay, moving on. So Mark asks him why he's come to this planet of all planets, and Mark's and the alien says that he that. The their species find humans really interesting. That See? they ent- like the fact that they they're very they're both a mixture of violent and very and other stuff. Yeah. While he says that of there are other creatures that he is aware of that are more violent and ferocious. He describes. Yeah, yeah. A lot different from from humans. Yeah. Somewhat. And he, and he says. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jenny t- tries to plead with Mark, saying that the Starman alien is going to die, and if he doesn't get to this site, um, his body will d- just will die. die. He, looked at him. he was he wasn't looking real good, but yeah. you know, it could have been worn out. I mean, the filming schedule could have been horrendous. Yeah. So Mark um, tells some of the guys that are present that these are not the couple and and to let them go. So they head off and they then the the George Fox guy arrives and he's like real angry that Mark has just li- has lied through his teeth and let these people go. Yeah. Eventually we arrive at the crater and the military guys are there. They start firing um full cylinders on the yeah, arc yeah, young they, people. They have these helicopters and stuff so you have you have battle guns off them, shooting at these two unarmed people, and then a little bit of overkill. I agree, Mike, I agree. Uh, it's, I mean, a, it's a bit overkill when yeah, you think about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're going to kill an innocent lady, yeah. as well as the alien who yeah. was unarmed. Well, actually, I think they were firing, I think the word I would say... It wasn't warning shots, they just kept missing Well, them, they kept okay. shooting around them. Which of course, could... that's our aiming towards them, and that's as close, they're not that accurate, Okay. Yeah, anyway, so eventually this very large sphere-type-shaped spaceship arrives. Yeah. And it comes down near the meteorite, and all the witnesses stop firing and just watch. And, and all the helicopters landed for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like to think it has something to do with the aliens, aliens I think. Aliens done something. Oh, yeah, and, and the alien is finally regains his strength for either well, a, yeah, when he a got, few minutes. Got, when he got in the shade of the his mother's ship, he got some energy back there yeah. because he was in yeah. his home virtually. Yeah, yeah. and he mm. says that he must go and Jenny asks to go with him. But he says that if, die. She, yeah. if she goes, she'll die up there. With, and she yeah. says she doesn't care, but he says he cares. So he's learning human emotion. Yeah, ah. and he says to ask her... Um, how do you say goodbye? And he and she says, "Kiss me and say I love you." All that stuff, and he, which he does. He does. He's a nice alien. Oh. Yeah, and as they're embracing, he says, "Tell the baby about me," even though the baby will know of him eventually. Something like that. Yes. And he gives her the his final his last silver, silver sphere orb and tells sphere, her yeah. that this will this, the baby will know what to do. With yeah. This. So when he gets bold, he give him to him, put in his hand, and all he will know what to do. Yeah. yeah. So maybe it's yeah, opened up his mind. Yeah. So mm. he then slowly walks away, and we watch as the alien and his spaceship descend into space or whatever. And mm. 
the end. Yay. And I got to admit, guys, I do like this movie. Look, it's quite different from all a lot of sci-fi movies I've seen. Look, it's not a standard sci-fi. It's a drama with sci-fi in it. Yeah, and I think it's really yeah. touching. So you're not you don't have aliens running around with blasters and different things and, and you know, and monsters looking aliens chasing, chasing somebody. No, no. Mm. It's, it's a drama based on Earth. Um, yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah. It's quite good, actually. It's a drama, though. It's not a strict sci-fi that people anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, bit, a, bit, a bit like Close Encounters of the Third Kind. As a, that was a sci-fi that Spielberg did, but it was more of a drama. Mm. Than a sci-fi, yes, an alien spaceship came down, yada yada, but it was an Earth drama, waiting to hear from the aliens. Yeah. So you know, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I do enjoy it, and I like yeah. the fact that it dealt with how, um, like, I think I remember a, qu- a, qu- a quote in this movie where um, one of the um, w- where George Fox says um, about a missionary getting eaten by cannibals, and then Mark says. Which are, are we? Are we the, uh, are the missionary or the cannibals? Exactly. S- hint, hint is maybe that the alien might be a messenger of peace. Or yeah, he was. That's what he wanted. He wanted to check us out and find out and be reported back to his people saying they're nasty, horrible people are going to kill us if we come down here. So, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think he learnt a lot, like learnt that from Jenny and other that other people are not as hostile or bad, mm-hmm. or provided that they don't, aren't aware that he's an alien or not. Yeah. Well, anyway, rolling right along. Okay, there's a bit of production notes here, guys. Uh, Starman spent five years in development. Five years, huh? Five years. That's yeah, so long. Yeah, five years. Um, it was now the original script by Bruce Evans and uh, Reynold Gideon was purchased by the studio at the urging of the executive producer Michael Douglas. Shortly before it optioned Steven Spielberg's Night Skies. Now, Night Skies, I believe, became E.T. Ooh, cool. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of things happening that time, around that time. Sci-fis were very popular. Yeah, well, yeah. after mm. you, Star Wars and Star Trek came out. And Tron and, again, tr- and different things. Well, I just meant those ones yeah, because before any- that, sci-fi was like, like a, it was a... It was not done either. All the old sci-fis during the 50s and early 60s, everyone said, okay, enough done, cardboard cutouts, fairy lights, whatever, let's move on to something. Robbie the Robot. Yeah, that sort of stuff. You got to Robbie the Robot, I liked him. Uh, And people said, oh, people are tired of sci-fis until George Lucas came along and proved them wrong. Yeah, (laughs) sci-fi is not gone from the minds of people. No, it just had to be reinterpreted and reinvented. Um, Yeah. Reinvented the wheel, if uh, you will. Yeah, well, yeah, because I mean, they had, they had to go. See, Doctor Who started off really, really basic. Mm-hmm. So, some American people might watch Doctor Who, I don't know. Uh, but Doctor Who started off, it was really, really bad props and bad scenery and stuff. It was almost like cardboard cutouts and, and fairy lights and stuff. It was pathetic. But as, mm. as it became popular, it got better mm. and better and better. Mm. We could have to meet the demands of the public. Yeah, so now so I believe it's really good. If it wasn't for dear old George or mm. and Star Trek, um, sci-fi would have been either non-accepted in the world, or maybe um, one of many of those other sci-fi's well, may get accepted and may have been the thing gone. Is, if George Lucas proven didn't have Star right. Wars, the New Hope, whatever, come out back in whatever year it was, um, if that didn't come out, 
would that have opened the door for the other guys to do the other sci-fi movies? That's a very good question. And it's Um, a good question. I mean, it's the same, I guess, with George A. Romero's work when when he was doing zombies and while people thought um, zombies... There's nothing you can else you could do with zombies because yeah. because everyone knows voodoo's and yeah. stuff and like so that. They, changed it all. they decided to change it to an epidemic instead yeah, of yeah, a, a viral thing, radiation, something from space, yeah, whatever. And, yeah, and George so, Romero and Reanimator. Yeah, so and, yeah, all thanks to these guys, yeah, they yeah. kind of changed the game for us and yeah. changed our way of thinking. World War Z. I love to do World War Z, but she went to review it. With oh, me. Mike, Mike, <laughs> give him <a> Eric. <laughs> But the point is, these zombie apocalypses, they're great, but they're just taking it to the next level. So we've get, we left the voodoo behind and we've got another reason for it. Yeah. Fun. And it's believable, too. Well, sort of, yeah. yeah. But yet, like, I've often said to Sarah about good movies, even in fiction and fantasy, there has to be an element of reality. And as soon as you see reality sneaks in, all things are possible. So true. And that scares the crap out of you. And um, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I like about these yeah. um these. So whether it's a movies. sci-fi or a horror movie or a fantasy, you get a sense of reality. Say this could happen. Yeah. And then you go. Ooh, yeah, it's just it like. Is. Yeah. Yeah, I I like how they these guys interpret the um mm, yeah. their vision when you think about it. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So um. Interesting thing is, this is not uh, just John Carpenter's only sci-fi movie. He did a few more in his directing career. Um, he did um, the Thing, which was um, a remake of the, the one years from years yeah, ago. Yeah, the early one. I, I like the early one. It's yeah. This one was made in 1982. Yeah, wasn't there three of those? Yeah, there were there three. There was the early one. Mm-hmm. And there's that one, and there's another one with, I can't remember exactly what. Yeah, well, I don't know the um, field director for it yet. Yeah. Mm. And they made, he made the They Live, which was done in 1988, which was probably uh, four years after Starman. Uh-huh. And The Village of the Dam, which was done in, oh, but, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. let me see, in, let me see, I'm trying to use my numbers. Let me see. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um. About um, nine years later. I'm using Roman numerals here. That's why it's getting confused. Yeah, so this was done in 1995 with Christopher Reeves, our Superman. That's right, yeah, yeah, Christopher Reeves, yeah. Before he broke his back and confined uh, uh, himself to yeah, a wheelchair. Un- oh, yeah, unfortunately. Anyway, he had a promising career, that guy. Anyway. Yeah, shame. Uh, now, um, what can I say? Uh, uh, oh, right. This is probably... Aha. Uh-huh. Reception. There we go. I've got some notes on here. This is what I said before about sci-fis and everything. Okay. Uh, Starman grossed $2.8 million in its opening weekend. Not wow. too bad. Debut, uh, debuting at number six. It was released the same week as June. You ever seen June? No. No. It's good. Never heard of it. Good movie. Uh, and... Uh, 2010, the year we made contact, uh, and it's supposed to be other movies at the same time, but that's the same bloody week. Isn't 2010 an, another sci-fi movie? Yeah, the day we, the, the, the year we made contact. Oh, I guess yeah, that yeah. makes a little sense. He had two sci-fi's, which were more action and real sci-fi's, mm. and this is a sci-fi drama, and they probably pulled people away from the seats, which yeah. is a shame. Shame. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, now. 
I'll go for a couple of the things here that the reviewer said. No, no, it's good. Generally positive reviews. Thank you very much for a change. That's a relief. Uh, the Rotten Tomatoes gave an approval rating of eighty-five percent. Uh, what initially begins as a sci-fi transforms into a surprisingly sweet offbeat drama, courtesy of John Carpenter's careful direction. Clever. So, Way to go, John. See, so, 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 it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a drama. Mm-hmm. And that's where the problem is that it's not a straight sci-fi. Uh, Metacritic gives the film of uh, 71%. With no, I've got no comments what they said. Now, um, Roger Ebert gave the film three stars out of four, and he says um, it contains the potential to be a very silly movie, but the two actors have so much sympathy for their characters that the movie advertised as space fiction turns into one of 1984's more touching love stories. Silly. So, you know, see, see this drama in a sci-fi environment, so, yeah. Um, a lot of pretty much the same sort of stuff there. Mm. And there's one or two negatives in there, but they're, they're knuckleheads. Right. Um, oh, I'll find one here, I'll find one. What is it? Uh, here's a, here's a knuckle, knucklehead of one, which I think is uh, down the bottom here. Okay. Okay, here The review by Time Out, it's uh, obviously a magazine or something or whatever, Called it a rather lame sci-fi love story. Oh, brother. We slacks the drive, energy, haha, <laughs> uh, and surprise, which one associates with Carpenter. How can the other guys think Carpenter did a great job and this one guy thinks he did a lazy job? I don't oh, know. I don't know. Uh, it continued. The best special effects are in the first five minutes. Thereafter, it's all rather predictable. Pardon? The, the normally uh, excellent Bridges shuffles his way through... A robotic performance. He's supposed to be a bloody alien dickhead. Uh, as though he's just been unplugged. Oh, and the film's very basic gag. His naive <sighs> naive response to what he experiences wears thin pretty quick. To quote the phrase... Considering he was developing through the movie, I don't know whether this guy actually watched the movie probably. To quote the phrase from Sylvester Stallone, put me back, back in, in the, the fridge. fridge. Okay. And here's one. Colin... Greenland from Imagine Magazine stated, um, starts well with engaging performances from Karen Allen as a woman trying not to go crazy and Jeff Bridges as a man in the borrowed body. But then director John Carpenter changes his mind and turns it into an irritatingly soft-hearted love story what a waste of a promising idea. What do you want, the sailing to go on a rampage, people? (laughs) But they're the two guys. All the other reviews were positive and said how what a great job John Carpenter oh, did, boy. and what a great movie he did, and how uh, good um, Jeff Bridges did in his acting role. Yeah. I don't believe every reviewer. Just uh, because it, it's an alien movie does not mean it has to be like everything. Be everyone else. Star else's. Wars or Battlestar Galactica or oh, Battlefield Earth or something or other. It's going to be you know. <sighs> It's going to be Something what different. it is. This is a sci-fi drama. Yeah. You know, it's... I mean, that's what it is. Mm, if, yeah. you, if, if you had a drama today based in today's world, mm. it is a today world drama. 
If you moved 100 years in the future and there's a bit of sci-fi stuff thrown in, then it becomes a sci-fi drama. The story is still the same. It doesn't say it's an action movie. It doesn't say it's an adventure movie. It's a sci-fi drama. So, reviewers, get over it. Yeah, anyway, another thing about this, about Jeff Bridges' performance, he actually modelled his his head movements after, you know, watching a few birds' movements. Yeah, like, because he was getting used to body movements. He, he, just, he, he wasn't used to using yeah. a human body. Yeah, he's, so, he's a ball of energy. Yeah, so he's... He kind of did a good job, you know, getting an idea of how an yeah. alien would react to uh, moving his head a lot in a bit of a funny way. Yeah, exactly right. Well, you look at... Um, no, I, can't, I can't think of another movie that's similar to a body takeover. Um, I think it would have been Terminator, maybe, considering that... or uh, No, maybe not Terminator. No, they didn't take uh, over bodies. No, it doesn't matter. Well, it dealt with... Um, um, no, I'm talking about people getting used to a new body. Mm. Yeah, that sort of stuff. Well, yeah. maybe. I, I think I've seen. I have seen some movies over the years where I've got the same sort of thing. Oh, for virtuosity with Russell Crowe, mm, when not the guy came out one. of the computer hmm. and he took over, he, had, he was given a biological body in the real world, and he had to learn about gravity and how to do stuff. And hmm. in a short period of time, he got used to things, but it was all new. He was a computer hmm. program. Yeah. yeah. So you have to learn how to use a human body first. Mm. But he still had the basics, he had the programming, because he used to walk around yeah. stuff in the computer program. Yeah, I'm, I'm mm. still annoyed by yeah. those reviewers uh, yeah. saying that nasty, those nasty yeah. comments when they and don't look, Some know. of these guys will not say anything nice. They just want to... I'm not going to use the word troll, but they, if, if they can't say anything good about something, mm. they'll, they'll bag it. If they yeah. don't like it, it's not their style of movie, they'll bag it. Um, yeah, well, you've got to if, admit- the, if the ratings are down in the magazine, they'll bag it. You know, whatever. It's, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Get get a life. You know. Mm, true. Yeah. yeah. We need more positive affirmations nowadays to say. And I don't hey, mind. This is great. Yeah. And I don't mind a you know um, a, re- a different retelling of sci-fi when you think about yeah. it. A, re- a retelling is good. Like retelling a, is entertaining. Yeah. Look, if a movie's a bag of crap, it's a bag of crap. But. If it's not a bag of crap, don't call a bag of crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact this one is more of a romantic, it's different. you know, fantasy. Well, like, look, 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 look at um, Indiana Jones. Exactly. What is it? It's action adventure? Action adventure. Does he get a love interest in it? Yep. In just about every movie? Yeah. So, what we have, is it a love story? It was an action movie or an adventure movie. Now, to me, it's an adventure movie with some action in it and a bit of love story thrown into it. So the primarily thing here would be it's a drama sci-fi. Mm. Drama being the main genre mm. and the second part of the genre is a sci-fi. Now, yeah. so Jones would be action-adventure mm. or adventure-action, depending which one you put it first. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, and that's it. And lost, a little bit of love story, he gets a woman in the end, whatever. It's not really a love story. Mm. But you want to keep throwing them love, love interest in the end? Yeah, well, it depends but, on how much yeah. you use, I yeah, guess, if, you, if that's the word. I didn't overdo it. So I mean, no. with um, Indiana Jones, it did, wasn't over. they it didn't overdo overdone. it with the lovey-dovey stuff. It no. was more to do with um, finding there, the artifact There were a lot of sexual dynamics like in there in between him and his leading ladies, mm-hmm. uh, especially that first one. Um, oh, Lord, the Temple of Doom. Mm. Yeah, that one there. No, yeah, no, not not the first one, but Temple of Doom. I know one. what you mean, yeah. Mike. You With, said uh, the blonde lady. I think you said 
yeah. to me one time that yeah. Temple of Doom, it was originally going to be the first of the, um, yeah. well, the Indiana Jones yeah. franchise, but then it was the moved movement, around. Yeah. Uh, that, that girl, that blonde lady who married Spielberg. Uh, um, that would have been... I can't, remember, I can't remember her name either. But yeah, the dynamics between those two guys through the whole movie was fun. And it's magic, and that, you know, you, know, you knew they're going to sort of end up together in the end. But you know, yeah, love kinda, hate, love hate, love hate, love hate. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and that's all the way through. It was really fun. Yeah, uh, but, I am kind but of. It wasn't a love story. Yeah, yeah, and I am kind of glad that in Raiders of Lost Ark, I like Raiders and Lost Ark, and I like Last Crusades. They're two of my favourite versions of Indiana Jones yeah. out there. I like the Temple of Doom. I, I, I like Inside the Mine and that. Uh, they're trying to get away from the bad guys and everything starts, the bridges start falling apart and, yeah. and stuff. And I then, even found yeah. out something interesting. Yeah. When they did the Indiana, Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, um, I know I'm getting away ahead of myself, but in that, when they had an older actor playing the young Indi- the older Indiana Jones, um, okay. and yeah. they got, they kind of recut the, um, the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles yeah. because. After they did the fourth one, it confirmed that um, older Indiana Jones didn't have an eye patch. Don't uh, ask me why, but that's um, the um. Actually, speaking of in, about Indiana and Jones, and the fact that also oh, that Indy's um, grand his daughter was not going to be in the yeah. franchise, so yeah. they had to change it to a. Um, they had to cut that bit out yeah. and and make yeah. it out that he had a son but instead. Speaking of Indiana Jones. I'm annoyed. I'm waiting for the next instalment in the Indiana Jones movies. And what the hell are they doing? Chris Pratt is there waiting for it. He would be ideal to take up the the baton and run with it. He got the looks. He got the personality. He's been in action-type movies, Jurassic World and different things. Yeah, and he has the running away part down to a T. I've got a funny (laughs) feeling about this or... Yeah, that's, yeah, I think he can get away with that line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go admit though. I think I do feel bad for dear old Harrison when he was in e- Europe at that at, when he was in Europe. I feel oh, sorry. Oh, whatever, get over it. I'm sorry. I just I feel sorry <sighs> for him. He, he was being pestered by um by the people in England when they don't realise that maybe he's put under a lot of pressure, working he was, hard, yeah. and he's also get, he's getting old and he could be tired and everything else. And, it's, no one ever thinks that yeah. actors are humans. Yeah. They're not. They're not machines. They're. They people exactly think of right. them as machines. They're not no. living, breathing human beings. They yeah. have no emotions. But well, they do. They, they do and have and emotions, and they get tired. They get worn out. They get exactly right. Stressed. Yeah, they do. Stuff like that. And they can't keep hounding them all the time. But no, forget about it. But you know, they need someone needs to write a script. Hey, Chris Pratt, are you available? Bring me in there and make a good story. Well, they probably want to um, finish, um, do a fun... I think the fifth one they're thinking of, it's going to be probably the final send-off for the franchise. Well, who's going to be in it? Uh-huh. I just mean that yeah. this is like a saying goodbye to Indiana Jones film franchise, if that's the word for it. I think that's yeah, the plan for this sure, um, final yeah. one. I'm uh-huh. not sure. I am just hope that it will be a better version than the fourth one. Well, the fourth one, Crystal Skulls, yeah, that was that sounds getting more into sci-fi realms, and yeah. the, where the other ones are based on real archaeology, and the Crystal have, Skulls weren't real archaeology. I do They'll have, prove be fake. I do They'll have. Fake. I do have the actress Marion and Matt will reappear in this one. I don't want to see them breaking up like 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 Han and Leia were. No, yeah, but they can jump. They can jump a decade or two or something, and they, yeah, they don't. They don't have to be in it. 
I know, but, but anyway, that I would like to see that. Matter. I don't anyway. like it when couples break up, married or otherwise. Well, he, he wasn't married to her. Yes, he was. He's oh, oh he the married. Fourth, the, oh, that's right. You're on the end of the movie. Way yeah, he got married. Yeah, that's right. Which I often thought was a key point that this was the end of the in the us uh, of that's Indiana right. he, Jones. He got married. Area. He got to settle down and get another dog, and, 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 and instead of calling him Indiana, going to call him Wisconsin. Nope. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Uh, but you know what I mean, uh, Mike. That I would have thought. Uh, I would have thought that the Indi- young, the Indiana Jones fourth movie would be the end of an era because yeah. that well, would indicate that that Indy is ready to settle down, be a father and a husband to Marion. Well, he was ready for that. But Marion, Marion or Marion or whatever, uh, Marion, um, were um, they could have gone and done an adventure together. Maybe. I, uh-huh. hope, I just think it's crossed that they'll they'll come together and, and do be, this. They'll have to get them out of the retirement home soon. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they wait too much longer, there was a let's go to the graveyard. We'll dig them up. We'll shove them in there, and you know, a bit of makeup. We'll touch them up. Not a problem. But I yeah. think that the, some of the original. I think um, Sala may come back for this one. Um, Sala. Sala may come back. Okay. The actor, I mean. Yeah, John Reese Davies were. Yeah, he may be coming yeah, back. Yeah, no, I, I like I like him. He's he's good. I'm, I like him as a dwarf, and I like him as a big, big fellow. Okay, well. we're drifting apart again <laughs> off this movie again. Sorry, no, guys. No, we're not. We're just have, we're having a bit of a banter, aren't we, folks? Yeah, so how do you want to rate this I look, I like Star this Wars movie? movie. Look, I mean, no, a Starman Star movie. Star Wars, Starman, not Star Wars. Yeah, although one day we'll probably review that. We might that. do a Star Wars movie, but there's too many of them. Um, well, we'll review our f- the originals uh, one day. We'll do the originals somehow in, in a lump. Maybe. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I'm going to say is... Go on. This is a drama to me. It's not strict sci-fi. Now, as a drama, I think it holds its own reasonable well. And as a sci-fi, it's really wonderful. It's, it, look, it's got, it got enough sci-fi in it to make it a sci-fi as well. Uh, a bit like uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind had the same sort of thing. Um, but to me, it's more of a drama. And as a drama, I think the storyline holds up reasonably well. Yeah, and, I, and despite what some of the reviewers said, I think the two main actors, uh, Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen, carry the roles quite nicely. Yeah, ri- originally yeah. I think I read somewhere that, uh, let me see, what was it? I read somewhere that Kevin Bacon and Tom Cruise were considered for the Starman roles. You know what, I don't think Cruise could have done it. I'm, and I'm not knocking Tom Cruise. He's more of an action hero type guy, all the Mission Impossible stars and everything else. Mm. This is not that sort of movie. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't yeah. picture even Bacon, Kevin Bacon, may, maybe. Maybe Bacon. He, 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 I don't no, know what he was like back no, then. He's, he's, not like, he's not an action hero guy. He might have been able to do it. Mm. But see, Jeff Bridges has got something some of the guys don't have. Yeah, something there is really interesting. No, no, you don't. What, do you, what is it? I don't know. It's he, he's just, comfortable and natural. He, doesn't, he, just, he just slides into a role. Hmm. And, he, and, and so, and that's how yeah. he, it, when he gets into a role, whether it's in Tron or this or some of the other movies he's been in. Yeah, I, I can't um, admit. I, I don't think I could see Tom Cruise in that role either. Uh, no, he couldn't done it. it. It's a wrong, different style of acting. Uh, I mean, people say, "Oh, yes, but a good actor can change." But, but look, if, John, if Tom Cruise is comfortable doing action heroes uh, movies like in Mission Impossible and all the other crap, yeah, um, well. That's just what he he, he uh, excels at, yeah. uh, and it, to me, it'd be a little compromise to himself mm. doing a movie which isn't an action hero job. Yes. Yep. Yep. So, so, should we rate this movie now? I'm going to give it nine. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm not being nasty. Uh, I think they could have done a bit more with it. 
Hmm. Um, I would give it um, 10 out of 10. Because yeah, yeah. I do think it's some, there's something... It's a good movie. John Carpenter did a good job. But I mean, yeah. they, I think they could have actually worked a bit more on the storyline to make it a tad more interesting, mm-hmm. which would have brought maybe some more um, people... From the science fiction part of it, mm. they could have brought a little bit more in it, which could have actually made a slightly better movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I still, I'm still not gonna. I've rewatched. Oh, I've movie. watched the yeah. TV series, and I'm not too impressed with their. Oh, by the way, folks. Either. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you give them ten. I'm giving nine. And by the way, if you are interested, mm. okay, you can buy them on uh, eBay. Plenty there. Uh, and on Amazon, uh, there's plenty there to buy. Well, quite a few. Uh, but it's also rentable through Prime. Uh, if you want to have a yes, have a look through Prime. It's a good look, and it's a good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say fun movie because it's a drama, but it's a good it's a good watch. It's interesting and it's funny and it's sometimes. Done well. It's the funny bits in it. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, like drama, melodrama, and a bit of sci-fi. It's a yeah, yeah. it's a it's a good tell. It's yeah, a good, it's, good, it's a good watch. I think that John and the writers had a good mm. good fun time with writing the script. I mean, when you think about it, guys, if say you're an alien and you arrive on an unknown planet of sorts, and then you don't know how to react to yeah. um all the Differences in yeah. this world. Imagine you going to another planet. Ah, it's just like if you if you came from another country and you don't know how to speak the language really well, or you know All a little customs. bit of the language and, yeah. but not the customs yeah. too much. Yeah. Things so yeah, like that. So same sort of thing. So you, you, you can identify off the alien anyway, irrespective. It's like, I think that's where I said it once. It's. I think that's where most people in sci-fi get their ideas for aliens yeah. because. They encounter people who probably are not familiar with country, their different countries' habits, and yeah. then they use those to put into the story. When you think about it, exactly right. I think that's how most sci-fi's came up with um, why um, it's hard to adapt as an alien into an, in another environment. When you think about yeah. it, like moving from one country to the next, like going from. Uh, a Western country like America, England, Australia, mm. New Zealand, and going to live in, say, the Middle East in a war-torn, a war-torn country. Mm. Total different culture. Everything's yeah. different. You have to watch what you do, watch what you say, different food, blah, blah, blah. You have to learn as you go along. You have to learn the language. Yeah, so there's lots of different things. A big change. Yeah, yeah big change. Mm. Anyway, guys, I'm finished. Yes, me too. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this review. I and, did. And... I do hope you may check out our, our previous reviews. We've only done a hundred and something, rather. Mm. <laughs> Quite a few. Anyway, I am. Um, I do hope you guys enjoy them, and just be sure to send your comments to to on my below as much as you can, because I would like to hear as many comments. And yeah, feedback a, is nice. If you think we're doing good, tell us we're doing good. Or if you if you want to suggest, hey, can you review this movie? I've heard about that one. Mm. Blah blah. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I got I got us yeah. some. Uh, a message the other day from uh, one of our fans asking yeah, us yeah. to review a movie, but I'll 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 get back to you to that very person very soon. I just have is it be... is a possibility? Is it? It's a possibility. Oh, I'll, I'll just let you keep you guys informed on my progress. Mm. All right, thanks very much, guys. Thanks, so guys. I'll see you guys for my next podcast episode. So uh, this is Sarah Stevenson and Michael saying we'll see you guys for the next one. Bye for now. Bye, guys.